Hello and welcome to the Synaptic Radio. I am Randy Brown and I'm going to be your host here for the next hour or so. If you're just joining us this week, thank you very much. And if you've been with us before, I greatly appreciate it. We've got some new stuff coming up today from Surfer Blood and Kylisa. And we're going to start this off with new Nine Inch Nails. thing you got to love about this band is that they just, out of the blue, boom. Hey, we've got a whole new record. And by the way, we're touring and we're Nine Inch Nails again. Straight out of thin air, they just kind of decide to drop all of this on everybody in one shot. I'm sure that you've already heard this, uh, but it wouldn't be my show if I didn't go ahead and play this for you. This is Came Back Haunted, the brand new song from Nine Inch Nails off their album Hesitation Marks. Thank you. 
tilt through the spotlight glare I stepped out into thin air Into a perfume so rarefied Here comes the bride Not quite a sight this night, she's number four There's number three just by the door Those in the know don't even flatter if they go on better She was selling speedboats in a trade show and it mattered Look at her now, she's starting to yawn She looks like she was born to it But it was so much easier when I was cruel She reaches out her arms to me Imploring another melody So she can dance her husband out on the floor Captains of industry just lie there where they fall In an old hill, pale carnation A satin sash in velvet elevation She straightens the tips of headdress of her spouse While hers recalls a honey house There'll be no sorrows left to drown Early in the morning, in your evening gown But it was so much easier when I was cruel Was arranged with hostesses and ushers Who turned out to be the younger wives Nursing the schoolgirl crushes Parting the waves of those few faint friends Figures once offered now are too heavy to extend The ghostly first wife glides up Stage whispering to raucous talkers Spilling family secrets out to flunkies and castrato walkers See that girl, watch that scene Digging the dancing queen
favorite editors like playground sneaks. Running a book of which of them is gonna last a week. One of them calls to me and he says, I know you. You gave me this tattoo back in 82. You were a spoiled child then with a record to plug. And I was a shaven-headed seaside thug. Things haven't really changed that much. One of us is still getting paid too much. There are some things I stand apart. The memory of his last return. But it was so much easier when I was cruel.
Scotland's Stiff Little Fingers with Alternative Ulster off of their record Inflammable Material. Prior to that, we heard from Elvis Costello, When I Was Cruel, number two, off of When I Was Cruel. Great record. Absolutely great record. Saw him, uh, saw him play the Bronco Bowl on that tour, and, uh, and I tell you what, the bartenders were, all, were unhappy because he just he played like 14 encores and he would not wrap up. It was probably about a two-hour, 45-minute, almost three-hour show. And it was fantastic. So, shut up, bartenders, at the Bronco Bowl from 12 years ago. I don't want to hear about it. Coming up now, a little band I actually spent about six weeks in a van on the road with back in 96. band called Godplow, out of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, originally from Alabama. Decided to move up to uh, Minneapolis. Although I told them, hey, you should move to Dallas. There's a lot more supportive scene here. But they went ahead and went to Minneapolis, so not my fault. Anyway, off of their incredible record, Soft Formal Static, this is Mesmerized from Godplow.
brand new Kylisa right there. That was grounded off of their album Ultraviolet. I played uh, played them a couple weeks ago or two or three weeks ago, and I said thought there was a new record coming out, and sure enough, I was right. There was. It came out much quicker than I thought. Prior to that, you heard uh, Randy Newman. I'm dead, but I don't know it. Off of his album Bad Love. I know I'm one of the few people in the rock world that actually likes the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, probably one of the few people in this room that likes the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as Joey, Joey's giving me the finger right now, which isn't very nice, Joey. But he, uh, actually, Randy Newman played this song, uh, was one of the first, uh, I think it was the first song of his set uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And I'm normally not a lyric person, 90% of the time I don't really ha- care what you have to say, but I I thought it was, uh, it was pretty funny. I thought it was Pretty good little song. I mean, you know, the guy's not necessarily known for, for like, you know, big giant piano solos and stuff like that. He's known as a wordsmith. Uh, so I hope you got a got a little kick out of that. I got to see him a couple of years ago at ACL, or Austin City Limits Festival. Uh, unfortunately, he was playing under a tent that was being faced by Empire of the Sun. And then right across from him was Hayes Carl. And for some reason that year at Austin City Limits Festival, they were having a really bad bleed problem. And both of them were coming through over uh, over Randy Newman and his piano, which kind of, uh, kind of sucked. Because you know what? When am I ever going to have a chance to see Randy Newman again? That's it. That's the only... I'm not going to go pay 65, 70 bucks if he ever comes to town, which the guy doesn't tour much anyway. That was probably my one time. So I got to watch like five or six songs and then get get uh, irritated and walk away. So anyway, it not not by any of uh, Randy Newman's fault by any means. He was uh, he was tremendous and fantastic. So there you have it. Here at the Synaptic we always like to hear from you, so please feel free to email us the synaptic1 at gmail.com. I've forgotten this over the last couple of weeks, so please please feel free to email me. I love to hear from any of you any of your constructive criticism. Don't just uh, blanket tell me I suck. Tell me why. Tell me why I suck if you don't like it. Or tell me why you love the show. Or like the show. You don't necessarily have to love it. Right about now, we've got something from Fiction Factory. Uh, back in the day, whenever I first started combing half-price books for uh, for records, I finally learned, I, I was kind of learning what, what the import 12 inches looked like. They're usually a very thin sleeve, etc. So... Being the person that buys or was buying whatever new wave or alternative records I could at the time, if I saw any of these thin sleeves, usually I would just go ahead and pick them up because most likely they were going to be some sort of new wave record. And I picked this up actually at a, just on a whim, just because, hey, it was, it was one of those UK 12-inch sleeves. Uh, the song is called Feels Like Heaven from Fiction Factory. Scream, but no one knows. You say I'm. Free. 
That was the color and the shape from the Foo Fighters, which you would notice is the title track that never actually appeared on the record. It was a bonus track on the 10-year anniversary of the color and the shape. And I'll tell you what, I love this song. I love this song so much. I I always thought that it should have been on the record. Uh, When I saw them on this tour at the Bronco Bowl, which you've heard me refer to the Bronco Bowl, probably one of the great venues in uh, DFW, loved the Bronco Bowl. Uh, When I saw them in 97 on The Color and the Shape, they played this song, and they dedicated it, and they said this is probably the most Toadies song ever written, not by the Toadies. And if you listen to it, you can definitely tell that there's a lot of Toadies influence in that song. And it was just kind of a, kind of an odd thing to see someone like a Dave Grohl, who wasn't necessarily as Dave Grohl as he is today, but he was still, you know, he was still a member of Nirvana and still Foo Fighters were massive at that point with, with one of the greatest rock singles in the last 20 years ever long, which I will, I will fight you if you want to doubt me on that. Uh, it was just it was just kind of funny to see them throwing out some props to not only people that you knew but like a local band uh, at the time. Which the Toadies, regardless, they're always going to be a local band. They're always going to be Fort Worth's very own the Toadies. But I digress. That was the Foo Fighters with the color and the shape. Speaking of Fort Worth, we heard from Slave One, also out of Fort Worth, with their song Jaded Tree, off of their self-titled CD. Speaking of local bands and DFW bands. Coming up, we have something from Dove Hunter. This is off of their first record, The Southern Unknown, and as far as I know, they're about to release their second record coming up here pretty quick. Hopefully I'm going to get a couple of them in here, and we can chat and play a couple of songs, kind of like we did with uh, Southern Train Gypsy a couple of weeks ago. Regardless, this is The Shore from Dove Hunter.
And we'll wrap things up with brand new Surfer Blood. That was Gravity off of Pythons. I'd like to thank my cnjradio.com family for allowing me to uh, spend this last hour with you guys this week. I greatly appreciate it. Please join me, the Synaptic, on Facebook, at the Synaptic on Twitter, the Synaptic one at gmail.com. You can email me there. Or occasionally, I will blog. It's very few and far between, but you can join me at thesynaptic.com itself. Again, I thank you for joining me this week. I'm going to leave you with this. This is Tempeloff from the Casper Bratzman Massacre. Have a good week. I'll see you soon.